0: Welcome to Tenet Men. Welcome to Tenet Tenet Men. I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by Kevin. And together, we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film, Tenet We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team traveling in reverse.
1: Kevin, how are you? I am good. Uh, As as I said, I had something planned for this uh, intro, and I kind of want to excited to jump into it. And I know I'm usually uh, on the blue team talking about things that have uh, already happened, but to you have not happened. So in in the spirit of that, I would like to look forward to 2023 upcoming films besides Oppenheimer. We have not discussed. Um, I did on Twitter a the 12 movies of the new year that I'm excited about. And I, every day I listed a new movie I'm excited about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list the movie and the director, or maybe the franchise that it's a part of um, that I'm excited about uh, watching. And I would like you to respond <clears throat> whether you plan on watching that film in the theater, streaming or never. <laughs> Cuz I oh, feel like there's some oh. nevers in there. So, uh, it's like an F Mary Kill. How are you going to how are you going to observe this film
0: in 2023? I think my 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 never is going to my never list is going to surprise you actually.
1: But yeah, I'm ready. I'm Probably, excited. Probably. That's why. Cuz I'm like there's definitely some you do not care about. Um Okay, uh from director David Fincher of uh, the social network and uh, fame. Um, he has a movie based on a comic book coming out called The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender. Mm. I'm unfamiliar with
0: this movie. I'm familiar with Fassbender and the director, Fincher. Uh, so I'm intrigued. Uh, I won't see it in the theater. I could tell you that right
1: now. But I might stream it. Yeah, I think this is a solid stream for you. Good, good. <laughs> to move on there's 12 of these goddamn things this is one i'm super excited about um from director ridley scott of alien of uh gladiator kingdom of heaven like i can't even name all his movies crazy amount of movies he has a movie coming out called napoleon Ooh. starring you guess who's playing guess who's playing napoleon i'll give you one guess
0: if you say if you say russell Crowe, i'm gonna lose my mind
1: no (laughs) It's, it's young, it's, oh, it's supposed to be young Napoleon, but it's not a very young actor. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, wow. So from Gladiator oh, 2, wow. <laughs> he could almost um, play the same character <laughs> from Gladiator.
0: Is Gladiator 2 a real thing, by the way?
1: Yes, I have stuff to say about Gladiator 2, because I once read the spec script for Gladiator 2, and it is bananas. I'm, I'm... Like, could we save that for... Bring yeah. that up next intro because that's okay. a whole five minute discussion on itself.
0: Okay, I'll be honest. So uh, <laughs> when you first started describing the movie to me, I was not. It was I was leaning towards Never uh, Napoleon, Joaquin Phoenix, Ridley Scott. Uh, there is some serious potential in there. All right, I'm I'm definitely gonna stream it. <laughs> okay. I I I could be motivated to. I don't go to the movie theater. I probably go to the movies once a year. So okay, that's, that's a tough one.
1: And in fairness, like Ridley Scott does have some misses in there. <laughs> he has. He does have yeah. some misses. He, but thing. he swings for the fences every time.
0: <laughs> I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is is incredible. So,
1: yeah. All right. Um, where am I at? Uh, okay, Michael Mann of um, uh, uh, "Last of the Mohicans," "Heat," um, uh, "Miami Vice," the movie, the one of those movies based on a tv show that takes it seriously uh is making a movie called Ferrari I can only assume it's based on the guy who built he built a car
0: Um I mean it's it's almost certainly never uh I did watch <laughs> I did see Ford V Ferrari was it? no
1: Yeah I the, saw that too yeah, yeah yeah that's
0: the one with uh with what's his name
1: Matt Damon who's the other guy Christian Bale christian bill
0: yeah uh that was a great movie and that I actually e-
1: was a surprising ex- fun yeah, movie. yeah
0: i didn't expect it to be great and it was
1: great um <laughs> i'm not gonna see ferrari probably <laughs> okay yeah it's michael mann had a big miss in his last movie black hat so not i i, I the, the 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 jury's out but i plan on seeing that in the theater um depending on trailers um, okay, okay. Uh, a franchise film, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I will not watch that movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and all my kids will be there opening weekend, though.
0: <laughs> I have not seen the first two.
1: Okay, a- another franchise film, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. I, I will not see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I... Over lockdown, I caught up on the last three Mission Impossibles and they are fun. They okay. are so much better than the ones from when we were, we were teenagers when those ones yeah, came out. Yeah,
0: I remember the first one.
1: It was like 96 or I think, but yeah. I, yeah. I think I saw the third one like like on cable and like it just like washed over me, but like the last three have been really good. So I I don't know if this is a theater watch for me, but I'm excited about streaming it. Here's an interesting one, Um, uh, kind of a franchise film, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny.
0: I I will not see that movie.
1: (laughs) I am, I I am actually not opening weekend, but I will wait for critics' reaction and because I was burned so hard in the theater watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it was maybe the moment I became an adult. (laughs) I was alone. In the theater, it was the first time I ever saw a movie alone. My wife was working. I was just out of the army. All my friends from the army had left, and I was like alone in a city. My wife was working. I went to go see it alone. And halfway through, I went to go ask. The, I I went to go ask the usher. I said, "I think there's something wrong with the projector." <laughs> the 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 kid who was like ten years younger than me came with me into the theater. It was the moment when they were driving through the jungle and there's monkeys and BS going on. And the guy turned to me and goes, that's kind of just how it looks. <laughs> I, I never saw that movie either. Uh, but I just saw it that
0: one time. Never, that's funny. Never returned. That is funny. <laughs> all,
1: right, all right, moving on. Moving on. Um, Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan. I, I will definitely see that movie in the theater. Only one with a hard date on it, too, July 21st. Or from what I was using. Uh, Barbie by Greta Gerwig. I
0: I actually will not see that movie. I know we talked about it last week, <laughs>
1: uh, but I I
0: honestly will not watch it. <laughs> okay, uh, Dune Part Two by
1: Denis Villeneuve.
0: Um, you know I still have not watched Dune Part One. I do want to watch Dune Part One, so uh, that might be a good New Year's resolution to to stream Part One. And based on my feelings around Part One, um, it would determine whether I I stream it or don't watch it at all. (laughs) Probably not going to see it in the theater.
1: (laughs) Dune part one is literally part one. Like it's half a movie. So I say the best way to watch it is stream that one. If you want to see the second half of that movie, go watch it or wait for it to come out on streaming. Oh, Bradley Cooper's second directorial debut, uh, Maestro. No idea what it's about. What was his first? Uh, the Lady Gaga movie, um, a star, Oh yeah, a Star Is Born. That movie was okay. I saw that. Yeah. Um, Great wife movie, like
0: yes, yeah. yeah.
1: Take uh, your I, take your wife to take your significant other to a film movie.
0: I don't know. I guess uh, I I want to learn more because yeah, I, I'm, I don't, I'm dependent I don't know on trailers. I don't know if it's never or stream.
1: No <laughs> idea what it's about. <laughs> just I just found it interesting when I was looking through movies coming up. Uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Another franchise movie.
0: Is that the is that live action or is that a cartoon? Cartoon. Spider-Man
1: Beyond the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the first one.
0: Got it. I heard that was very good. I never saw it. Um, so I would need to
1: watch that. It, 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 the likelihood is I won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that was the last one. I have one uh, bonus special because actually that was only 11. I didn't really count them. and Actually, in Twitter, you might notice I did uh, Barbie twice because I lost count. Um, cocaine Bear. Have you heard of Cocaine Bear?
0: Is this like the the third Ted movie?
1: No, but <laughs> it could be. <laughs> okay, um, uh, it's no. based on a true story. Drug smugglers have to like drop their their cocaine package because they're going to be inspected when they land, so they, like, or they crash or something. Um, so they throw this cocaine out into the into the woods, and a single bear. Finds one package and then continues to hunt down all the other packages of cocaine, consumes it all, and eventually dies. A bear? The bear is the main character of the movie. Is this
0: live action? Yes. I mean, I'm intrigued. (laughs) I want to learn more. Um, I definitely want to see that trailer.
1: Um, there's a trailer out. Um, It's, I can't tell if the comedy is going to land or not, but they seem to be having fun with it nonetheless. Okay. Um,
0: Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Again, (laughs) probably not in the theater. Um, Maybe stream. There's a lot of gimmicky movies like this that come out though. And I generally don't watch them. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, likelihood
1: is never. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The other one, I'd be seeing in the theater besides that one would be, I I don't know if I'm seeing cocaine bear in the theater unless people say it's like a must see. Um, I, even then probably not, but I'll stream it. Uh, the other MCU movie is uh, Ant-Man quantum mania. So mm. Yeah. I won't we'll watch that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> opening weekend on those. Usually with the kids, we enjoy those.
0: How did my answer surprise you on how few movies I end up watching in a year? <laughs> Um, no,
1: I think I could kind of pick what, what would be, yeah. You're probably going to stream a few more things than I thought you would. I'll, I'll definitely see Oppenheimer in the theater. I'm excited about
0: that. Um, you know what? Thinking more about the Spider-Man one, um, my kids are really into Spider-Man. So I think I should watch Into the Spider-Verse with them and then maybe go see the uh, the new one in the theater. So if hmm. I had to put money on like a second movie in the theater for this year, it's that one. Yeah. Um, And then if there's any other like kid movies that come out, you know, might travel to the theater, which is more for them than it is for me. Um, My kids are a little bit younger than yours.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're not sitting through three hours of Marvel BS. No, no, they can't. My
0: oldest would actually. Uh, We do it for Star Wars. So if there was a new Star Wars movie coming out this year,
1: we'd be there. No, all streaming. yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I am continuing to bin- binge watch some TV shows, so I finished uh, catching up on Yellowstone, and that's been—I uh, I think I told you—it's it, like the—it's the best worst show on TV right now. Is the best way I can describe it. Still um, sitting there staring at me. I'm, I'm, it's yeah. <laughs> it is. It is definitively not a good show, uh, <laughs> but it is entertaining. Um, that's like a lot of those. Drop
1: streaming dramas. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a it's a soap opera, right? Like it is it yes. is a western soap opera, is, is is what it is. Uh I just started watching The Boys. Uh so oh, that's fun. One episode in, and that's this is a little bit deeper, a little darker. I like where it's going so far.
1: It it's so much fun.
0: <laughs> wow, what a great I don't even want to talk about Tenet anymore. Oh, what yeah, what we, was this podcast
1: about? This is where <laughs> This is the best, man. We watch one movie over and over again.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is so refreshing.
1: There's all these other movies.
0: (laughs) It's so refreshing not to talk about Tenet for a minute. Um, There's a whole other world out there that makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, shall we? uh, I guess we should get into it, huh?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Back to our day job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where were well, you
1: at? I don't even remember. You, are you out
0: of the airport yet? I'm. I'm going to be. So. Okay. Um. I'm at minute marker 47:21 to 48:21. This is episode 48, by the way. Um, we celebrating episode 50 pretty soon. Oh. Um, I left off last week right at the end of the the first time we see the protagonist fight with himself, uh, in the freeport um we finished off last week with neil coming up saying don't kill him as the the earlier protagonist finally gets a hold of the gun he's on top of the later protagonist and uh what's gonna happen next i don't know actually i do know we're gonna find out <laughs> i right do now. know
1: because i lived it yeah, already
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about it so yeah uh, don't kill him is what neil says and he's pulling back on the protagonist's uh arm his right arm and the protagonist is like trying to fight back though and Neil says, and I don't think I even caught this line until I rewatched it for this podcast. Oh. Um, we need to know if we've been compromised, right? Hmm. Um, which is actually a really great line, right? That's a that's a really smart way for Neil to convince the protagonist not to shoot himself, because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a you know it's a really good it's a really good reason not to kill someone, right? Or it's, it feels hmm. like a really good spy reason not to kill somebody. Um, <laughs> So the protagonist like relents and like he, his body language is like okay I know he's right but I'm still wanna, I still want to get information out of him right mm. so he puts the gun to like the protagonist's shoulder right as if I'm going to induce some pain unless you answer my questions um, and then the protagonist the early protagonist says why are you here which is just such a great existential question uh, considering he's asking himself that question um, I, I love
1: I love hearing this dialogue because in my minute this was all backwards. So I really didn't yeah. dig into what the heck was going on. Which means the opposite, like the protagonist that's on the ground, the later protagonist, is just hearing backwards gibberish nonsense and can't even answer. Cause if he did, it would sound like backwards gibberish nonsense. That's
0: it. That's and I wrote that down <laughs> too, right? Because he says, Why are you why are you here? And then who are you? Um, but yeah, I all I can think in my head is like, Oh, yeah, that guy can't understand anything that he's saying to himself because it's all Unless he remembers what he said, which he probably does. It's all Uh. backwards gibberish, right? Um, But yeah, he's not going to answer because what difference does it make? Um, And then we get a shot that roller door is blowing around. Uh, I still have some serious questions as to why this door is here. This door is so like imperfectly placed it makes no sense it's it's here because it has to fit the plot otherwise it, that door has no business being in that room. it's
1: way too close to the center of this freak. yeah it's supposed to be like impenetrable right like it's it's two doors away from where the turnstile was <laughs> which they had to go through four doors to get to
0: that's what i mean and it's it's like one door away from the aircraft engine so like none of this makes sense like architecturally speaking this doesn't make any sense
1: there's got to be a there's got to be a loading dock that goes directly to the freeport, but that's a little too close to the security the secure vault yeah, exactly exactly
0: um, so the protagonist and Neil are actually watching that door flap around a little bit. Then we cut to the plane. We have Mahir and Guy watching. Oh. We haven't seen them in a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> then the engine that was moving around finally explodes. And then we cut to inside the free port. We see the explosion, uh, from like the bottom of the door. And then the ladder pro just gets sucked out under the roller door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, but we know then, he's actually getting blown in. Right,
0: he's he's getting blown yeah. in because the engine actually pushes him in. But we're inverted. He's inverted. He he is inverted. The right. world is the world. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Neil and the protagonist just kind of look at each other, and Neil says, "We need to go." So they start heading back.
1: <laughs> How do they get out of there? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that could uh, be like a whole another ten minute sequence of them. But they, oh, they have to go back and lay down, right?
0: Yeah, they have to go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, that's in my minute. Um, so they start, they just turn around they start walking the other way. We cut to the tarmac. Mahir and Guy also start casually leaving the scene. Um, and then we cut back to inside the Freeport. Neil is picking the lock on door number 16, uh, which I, I don't know that we went through a door 16 the first time. I don't remember that, oh. but that's probably the first door that Klaus leads them into. Yeah. Cause um, I remember
1: we were counting up to 10.
0: We were counting down, down it was from like, 10. It was yeah. Like 10, it was 5, 2, 0. Yeah. 10, five, two. And then, yeah, I think, um, as Neil is picking the door, the protagonist says, what happened to the other guy?
1: That's a real red team, blue team. Sorry to interrupt. That's a real red team, blue team moment. Oh, we were counting up. No, we were counting down. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. on the blue team. I'm counting down. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually- Don't confuse me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah.
0: Protagonist says, what happened to the other guy? Neil just says, took care of him, which is actually a really great phrase, right? Oh, yeah. He he did take care of him. He let him go. Um, And then we cut to the Freeport entrance. Klaus is yelling at someone through the doors. uh, And then these paramedics start running through and they start they start running. Um, Neil and the protagonist lay down And act as if they've been uh, Knocked out by the gas. Klaus punches in the key code In the door uh, And then the paramedics come in And then that's the end of the scene That's it, we're out of the free wow. That's at Oof. minute marker 4812 uh, I feel like we've been there a long time It's it's refreshing to get
1: out of there <laughs> it, it, Yeah Ooh, it's <laughs> Even just describing it uh, Gives you anxiety <laughs>
0: Uh, so we've only got nine seconds left, actually, but uh, we we I think we're inside like a hotel room. Uh, the protagonist is just sitting on a couch, back in plain clothes. Uh, Neil comes in; he's got a carafe probably with some <laughs> coffee. He sits down, looks at the protagonist, smirks, and he says, "Well, I've seen too much." Um, and then he says, "I'm still alive. I'm still alive, which m- must mean you've decided to trust me." Oh. And then the uh, the protagonist responds, or maybe I've lost my edge. And that's the end of my minute. Uh, I just like that. That's an interesting dialogue there. It, it, well, again, I think it's more like it's spy talk, right? Yeah. Um, but Neil is like pretending to do spy talk because he already knows the protagonist trusts him, right? So it's like Neil is just the star of the show, right? He's just putting on such
1: an act all in, the time. In your rewatch, yeah, you realize how much he's he's putting
0: Right, it's like he, he's
1: playing two sides on everything. He is. Tape. He is.
0: He's. He's just playing the protagonist like a fiddle. Uh, <laughs> he really is.
1: <laughs> and actually, that comes to a head in my minute. Oh. Uh, well, that's it. Is, that's the end of my you're minute. Done, so, right?
0: blue yeah. team, you are up.
1: Okay, I, I did have. I speaking of anxiety, I have a little bit of anxiety as I'm getting to the end of this shipping container scene, realizing what I'm going to have to get into in my future minutes
0: oh it's 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 going to become a disaster pretty soon for both of us as as we get closer together right i know uh it's like
1: it's like two atoms trying to merge (laughs) oh god yeah uh okay so we're still i'm still in the shipping container i'm getting closer to not being in the shipping container i'm at one hour 36 minutes 21 seconds um uh, cat is getting progressively worse because I'm going backwards. So she's <laughs> just been shot recently and is not healing. Um, uh, uh we're going to cut in the middle of a conversation, uh, just prior to this, uh, Neil, or I'm sorry, protagonist and cat. Um, we're talking about who Neil is because she doesn't uh, know who he is. And, uh, uh, protagonist is like setting up Neil, like, I don't know. Why don't you tell her, mystery man? Like, <laughs> this is not actual dialogue, but he's like, Yeah, you've been holding back this whole time. <laughs> you know more than you say. Why don't you explain to Kat what is going on? Because <laughs> I can, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> but basically, oh, that's man. what we said. And I'm going to jump into the real dialogue here. Um, so I'm going to start at the beginning of the sentence. It cuts off right in the middle, but protagonist says, in Priya's eyes, she's already compromised. She has the right to know why she might die. Which, talking about Kat, and he's talking to Neil. And then Kat goes, I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) The protagonist then cuts back, uh, going, "Uh, not if we have anything to say about it.
0: (laughs) Great Cat
1: impersonation. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Neil, and Neil doubles down on that and says, and we do. So Dagon says, not if we have anything to do about it. Neil says, and we do. And Kat <laughs> and says. I helped. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Kat says, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a great lie. So uh, Neil then kneels down at the side of Kat's bed. And he says, This like this is a, such a weird response to the question she asked, which was "Who are you?", he he goes, "Let me start with the simple stuff. Every law of physics," and then it cut. It cuts. <laughs> we cut to the outside of the ship going backwards uh, through the water and all the containers on it and everything. Um, but in the script, it continues. So let me let me uh, read his full line according to the script. Let me start with the simple stuff. Every law of physics operates the same forwards and backwards, except one: entropy. Okay, which is this is a lot to be explaining to somebody practically on their deathbed. (laughs) All she said was, "Who are you?" (laughs) Yeah, he could go. Listen, I have a gesture for you. (laughs) This is this is part of an we're part of a time travel cop organization. This is the script stuff
0: that drives me nuts. I think I had a moment like this too, where someone asks a question and the response is totally irrelevant to the question that was asked. I don't know yeah. if it's like how intentional
1: or lazy is this? I don't know. Yeah. It's meant to, I mean, it's scripted for there to be a break and a cut there. That's just supposed to yeah. skip over cat figuring out who Neil is in all I, this. But like, who I don't, the tenant organization, where all this money comes from, why they're in a the shipping container, shitting in buckets. I mean, like we just have to assume all this is being given to her. We, the audience, kind of know why, and we're on for the ride. We just need her to catch up.
0: Makes sense. <laughs> do do they shit into buckets,
1: or is is that inverted too? Uh, oh, the, like they have a. Why is there a bucket <laughs> of shit in the corner that keeps
0: <laughs> hasn't
1: happened yet. <laughs> Let's skip that part. Fast forward. Uh, (laughs) Uh, All right. Anytime we bring up bodily functions in this, it just all right. Moving on. We're we're cutting. So we're we cut to the outside of the ship. When we cut back, um, the protagonist um, is uh, in the corner listening to a tape recording. Of, of, of recording from the phone. He can hear the recording. I think he's playing it backwards to hear what Sater was saying during or at the ends of the the car chase scene. We hear Sater's voice say, bring cut final section directly to the hypocenter with other parts. The algorithm cut. The recording breaks up. Uh, the protagonist puts the phone away and then he Kind of moves up his sleeve, and he's starting to check out his arm. Neil notices this, and he asks, "Are you injured?" That's the, from what I can tell, flipping through the script and watching a few minutes backwards and forwards. This is the first time protagonist notices arms injured or healing in reverse, or getting worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, it's getting more injured. It's the opposite of healing, which tips off the protagonist, which tips off Neil that. Some stuff's about to go down. Um, and the protagonist just ignores this question and asks Neil, "What's the algorithm, Neil?" <laughs> <laughs> Since we're asking each other, quite, yeah. <laughs> so he asks him, "What's the algorithm, Neil?" And then Neil says, "The two four one is one section of it. One out of nine. It's a formula." rendered into physical form, so it can't be copied or communicated. A black box with one function. The protagonist asks, which is? And then this is the beginning of my previous minute, but I'll just to round out the conversation. um, Inversion, but not objects or people, the world around us. Which is what the algorithm does. It's the formula that makes complete uh, inversion Possible, which was brought back in time, hidden back in time so it can never be invented in the future based on the bootstrap paradox, which I think is never named in the movie. But that's the principle by which you can hide something in the past so that it never becomes invented. But in order to do that, you kind of have to invent time travel to do it. Great. (laughs) I like it. I, th- I think we learned a lot from the shipping container um, moment. there's there's, there, there's so much of like how the physics of this fake world work hidden in this, like the the prevailing winds. Uh, this little mention of the bootstrap paradox. Later in it, they talk about the grandfather paradox, which is the one everybody kind of knows, which is the back to the future kind of concept of going back and killing your uh, killing your grandfather.
0: I think yeah, this is uh, it's this scene here, right, where a lot of the the plot is attempted to be explained to us, the viewer, uh,
1: as best as they possibly can. Yeah, um, wish they could have done it sooner and in more definitive terms, like with a maybe Neil takes out a whiteboard and explains it to the audience, <laughs> like Doc but... Brown style doc brown style but like the way this movie is constructed is like they're always muffling their voices putting them in masks you're not really supposed to focus on the dialogue they want you kind of just to feel the emotional pull of the movie and follow it to its conclusion right which was directorial intent but uh our purpose here on this podcast has been to pay um pedantic detail to all these things (laughs) All right.
0: Well, thank you all for listening uh, to the Tenet Men podcast. This has been episode 48. If you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow rate and review on whatever service you found us on and rest assured we will continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week. And until then, we'll meet you at the beginning.
1: I'll see you at the beginning, friend.